Welcome to the Advance Born Global podcast. I'm Johanna Pittman, CEO of Advance, the non-profit organisation that shines a spotlight on the impact of outstanding global Australians. In this podcast series, we meet all 34 game changers recognised in the 2022 Global Australian Awards. These inspiring game changers generously share the story of their international career journey with us, the highlights and challenges, and what motivates them in their work. I hope you enjoy getting to know these inspiring game changers. In this episode, we meet Professor Fiala Shanahan, a 2022 game changer for her groundbreaking research as a theoretical physicist. I was blown away by her concise explanations of her incredibly complex research, and I'm sure you will be too. If you were speaking, let's say, to a high school audience, how would you describe what what you do and what your day-to-day looks like? Yeah, so I'm a physics professor, uh, and my research is in theoretical nuclear and particle physics. So in, in really simple terms, what I really try to do is is to understand the universe in terms of mathematics and in terms of equations. So to figure out which aspects of nature we understand and we can predict from those equations um, and which we don't yet understand and then try to fill those gaps. Um, so, so maybe just a little more practically, so what one of the big themes I've been working on in the last few years is to understand nuclear physics, so that's the, the structure and the interactions of the nuclei which are at the core of all the atoms that make up the matter in the universe. Um, understand that from our fundamental understanding of physics. And so what that involves practically is a lot of analytical calculations, lots of equations, but also a lot of work with supercomputers and and developing algorithms, um, including emerging technologies, so quantum computing, machine learning, um, to try to do some of these very difficult calculations that explain how matter emerges in the structures that we see. Wow. And with with that sort of uh, research load and and that... Um, ambitious ambitious research agenda. Do you teach as well or is that not something that you have to do at this point? Oh yes, I, I teach at all levels. I teach undergraduates. Um, so at, at the moment, quantum mechanics for undergraduates and also quantum field theory for graduate students. And I have uh, a number of PhD students in my group, a number of postdoctoral researchers. So after the PhD level in my group, um, so there's teaching and mentoring at all levels. Wow, well, that sounds like an incredible, um, incredibly busy uh, schedule there. And uh, was this always what you wanted to do? Did you have, was this your goal? No. Uh, and at some level, I didn't even really appreciate exactly what this job entails, all of the many different facets from teaching, as you, as you mentioned, through the research, um, until you know, I really understood what research was through my PhD and postdoctoral positions. And so I certainly didn't know how exciting and diverse and rewarding a career in science would be until I was there, or that it would take me all over the world, and at least for the moment, permanently outside of Australia. I, I had no idea. I, I couldn't possibly have hoped for it because I didn't know what it was like. And and what did you think you might do when you were, you must have been really excelling at that at, at maths and science subjects in in school what did you think you would do when I was graduating year 12 I I really didn't know I liked everything you know I didn't know whether I wanted to go into science or maybe medicine or maybe study ancient languages or study music and so right up until the last minute it was a, a shuffle I actually 
you know, ended up getting into a medicine degree and deferring it for a year just in case I changed my mind after the first year of my physics program. Um, but what really got me to physics is it felt at that point of, of, of my life like the one thing that if I didn't study at university, I wouldn't even be able to grasp, you know, the, the, the level of understanding, the next level of understanding. I, 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 I thought that some other things, you know, languages I could study on my own and, you know, not to the same level as a university education, but I at least have a sense of what it's like. In physics, I felt like unless I studied that at uni, I, I wouldn't really, you know, be able to comprehend some of the things I wanted to. And then I guess I just got stuck. I, I never intended it to be my career. I just thought it would be exciting for the next few years. And then here I am. Fantastic. Well, well what are some of the challenges that you face as a, as a professor of physics? And, and um, yeah, what does that look like for you? So the, the biggest challenge is really that the work can become all-consuming. <laughs> so uh, opportunities to work with different people, to travel all over the world, giving, you know, invited talks, collaborating with people to explore different problems, um, to engage with students at different levels in the general public. Those opportunities come in like a flood. And so trying to decide which opportunities to prioritise um, which ones to take, which ones, unfortunately, to say no to is is the hardest part of the job. That's a constant struggle. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and and what about the highlights? If you can think of some moments when you've just said, oh, this is, I'm so proud of what I've been able to achieve. What were those big highlights for you or what have some been? Yeah, there's really, there's really two types of highlights that come to mind. And, and the first is that sort of indescribable feeling when you've figured out something new about the universe, something that's not in any textbook, something that at that moment no one else in the world knows, just some tiny little piece, and, and you figure it out after you know months or years of it not making sense and you put the puzzle pieces together and you have this moment of clarity. And that's, you know, that's fantastic. Um, and, and I guess the other type of highlight is that it's, it's such a, um, you know, a real privilege of the job to be able to work with outstanding junior scientists. You have achieved so much in such a short career so far. What motivates you and, and what are your big goals? Yeah, so, I mean, really every day is different. So every day it's a slightly different motivation. Um, but every aspect of the job involves coming together with really extraordinary people towards this big common goal of understanding the universe better. And at its heart, you know, whether I'm doing administrative things or teaching a class on quantum mechanics or working on a research project, that's sort of underlying all of it. It's either my own research to, to drive our understanding further or it's educating the next generation so they can do their own, own work to, to drive our understanding further. I get the sense that we we ain't seen nothing yet, that you've got big aspirations. Um, anything you can share with us of sort of what you would see as sort of big things down the road that you're looking to accomplish? So something where we're getting tantalisingly close to is bridging from particle physics to nuclear physics. And so by that I mean particle physics is where we have concrete equations that describe our most fundamental understanding of the particles in nature. And then nuclear physics is where we understand the, the atomic nuclei that are at the core of atoms that, that make up matter. And for a long time, most of nuclear physics has really been built around 
models of nuclei as a collection of protons and neutrons, as we learned in school, and that works very, very well. But at its fundamental level, we should be able to connect. We should be able to start from our fundamental equations that describe the, the most basic particles in nature and get from there, not just to how you get protons and neutrons out of those fundamental, e even more fundamental particles than protons and neutrons, but all the way up to how all of the complexities of nuclear physics, how do you get carbon you know, we're all carbon life forms. How do you get carbon out of our fundamental equation to particle physics? And we're, we are tantalizingly close to bridging that gap through, through massive supercomputer calculations, starting with our particle physics equations and then calculating the properties of nuclei. So that's something that you'll be part of as, as that journey continues and as that, as that research um, comes together. Um, Within the Global Australian Awards, um, we were so pleased to learn about what you're doing. What does it mean to you to be recognised by Australia for what you're doing and, and, and obviously by your university that nominated you? Yeah, I mean, it's really an honour um, and really very special to feel these ties back to home. I've now been in the United States for most of my, my career since leaving university um, and it's it's really wonderful to represent the fantastic Australian institutions that, that educated me, that supported me, and that you know, led me to this really exciting career I could never have imagined when I first started down this pathway. Oh, fantastic. And, and for someone early in their career, maybe thinking about a STEM career, maybe like yourself, lots of, op lots of different options to choose from, what advice would you give to them uh, as they're making those decisions? Yeah, really I'd tell them that there are really amazing careers that you can't even quite imagine at this point of your life that you can get to with a science education and that you know, the, the most important things are uh, learning how to learn, how to think things through critically on your own and, and be convinced that you've got it right without asking someone else because when you're pushing the boundaries of knowledge, there's no one to ask. Um, but as well as that, creativity being able to push beyond what's understood, being able to bring, you know, something something new, something, some, it, it really is just creativity is, is the way to put it, is, is so important. And that developing those skills can take many different forms, um, but developing them will, will serve you no matter what career path you end up in. So those, those sort of fundamental STEM skills are so transferable. Thank you for listening to this episode. For more on global Australian game changes over the last decade, please go to our website, advance.org.